food. I believe Jesus was a foodie. I'm like, Jesus broke bread and you know it was a good sourdough. I'm, I just. Well, Jen, uh, you are a big deal uh, in the world of Christianity, at least in our world, because you're a part <laughs> of worship leading revolution that's happened over at Bethel. And, you know, Bethel has just grown. I mean, you are a local church. Yes. That's doing some amazing things and taking on things that other churches just don't even want to touch and trying to change the community, trying to change the environment, all the different areas of influence in the world. And uh, somehow you found time to write a book in the midst of your business about how to not be so busy. So something must have worked. So uh, <laughs> talk to us about your book, because a lot of worship leaders are out there, I think, just doing what you've done, which is trying to reach everybody. And yeah, I still up... have some sort of like life and yes. and family and home. And... <laughs> so tell us your secrets. Tell us. Oh, it's a juggle. I'll tell you a secret. It's a juggle. There's no balance. Balance is an elusive uh, perfectionism nonsense dream. Um, so it's a juggle. And um, I'm just so thankful for the Holy Spirit because he yeah. leads us and guides us. Uh, he makes things possible and makes a way where there is no way. Like writing a book for me um, was a dream for a really long time, but um, just never a green light to do it from God. And, um, you know, he's so funny and sneaky because he gave me the green light and I jumped in at, with my book contract and actually started it the month before COVID shut the war on. No idea that that was coming. So uh, I'm so thankful that I followed the leads. So even though it makes sense, you know, my Noah's Ark, um, it didn't make sense. I'm just so glad that I followed him to start the process. So bang, right when COVID shut down, I was, I was in. And so, um, it was, sorry about that. The rest of the world, maybe, I don't know if the world sounds like the book, but he'll work with any hand he's given. So, um, yeah, I just had this window of time and uh, we actually also had started the adoption process right before as well. So we got matched with a baby. So wow. I wrote a book and we had a baby. Uh, it was this perfect little window of time in that uh, 10 months to do it. And uh, the book's a coffee table book. So it's got over 200 pictures of oh. everything I love. Um, our friends, our family, food, health, um, nature, you name it, it's in this book. My husband looking like a stud in a tree house. I mean, you name it, it's in this book. So, um, but just so passionate about kind of the main four things in the book are home, heart, hospitality, and health. And so um, just four things I'm really passionate about. Um, so yeah, it was wild. And I'm just so thankful that God kind of sneaked that little window of time for me to do it, but um, learned a lot. I'm already in second revision mode um, with COVID. I didn't get to proof the book, so it just came out. And so as a person of excellence, I won't say perfection, <laughs> there are definitely revisions in, in the works, but I'm really happy with it. And just to hear the feedback of people, how much it's touching people and helping them just makes me like so stoked. So, um, so how did you write it? Did you like have a, somebody that like kind of walked you through it or did you just like jump in and be like, okay, how are we going to do this Lord? <laughs> I have a scene in my life and it's called get as much help as you can get everywhere. That's <laughs> next book title get help <laughs> literally it's just it takes a team really to do anything in life especially big things or multiple big things um but 
I, um, I had so many people help me in this book and the list is very long. I hope I included all of them in this, but, uh, yeah, I had a help with ghost writing and just kind of even processing my thoughts to narrow down what I wanted to write about. At first I, I was thinking about calling the book at the table and cause it's so much about, you know, Jesus gathered with people at tables and he valued yes, he in homes and eating good food. I believe Jesus was a foodie. I believe. <laughs> so, um, I want to make sure if it says that. Um, but you know, I think that that is a good model for us. Um, and just really powerful, the community aspect, the, the fact that Jesus had 12 disciples and not 400. Um, he spoke to the multitudes, but he had a close group of friends and, but he was there for Jesus wept, you know, Jesus, uh, was emotional and he felt things that his friends felt. Um, I love that. And then he healed them, but he felt it first. He was there. For and, um, I think that's our call as the church. It's not to just go to church. It's to be the church. It's to be the kingdom more than more importantly. Um, and, uh, I'm a church girl. I, I love the church. I love community, but there's really power in it. That, that connectedness, that tucking in and serving something bigger than yourself. Um, Carrie Job and I were talking uh, one time about how the people in our lives that were flourishing, that we knew every single one of them had a common thread. And it was that they were serving local churches. They were under leadership. They were connected. Um, they were planted. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord flourish. It's kind of, you know, good idea. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, all the things. It's good. I, I would say Jesus is a foodie. I mean, he ate twice after he resurrected from the dead. So thank you. I'm like Jesus broke bread, and you know it was a good sourdough. I'm I just yeah. guarantee you it had God bless yeah. bread. <laughs> he, ate, he liked fish too. He ate fish twice. So after, after five, Michelin star vibes, hundred percent. Yeah, there you go. New, new restaurant. Opportunity. most people i i love Jesus and then food and then people i wish it was people first but this is because it's yeah. food. well people make the food so those guys are special too that's awesome uh, yeah wow so was it weird having people come and take photos like of your house and you and like your husband in the tree house i mean was it just like how did you even go about presenting like hey this is our life well, I have a really secret weapon, and that, that is the fact that my photographer is my best friend in the world. Uh. So that's what made it fun. Um, we've been best friends for 15 years, and she's a professional wedding photographer and all things photographer. Um, food was a new venture for us because photographing food is flipping. Yeah. And people cheat. So yes. Like yeah. commercial where there's like pancakes. They put toothpicks and cardboard. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's no cardboard or any kind of thing in my food pictures. They are organically shot. We ate everything that we made. And we just had a heck of a time, you know, like when you're pouring root beer into a thing to get the froth looking so nice. We were like, what the heck? How? how? We just kicked up and figured out. Dish soap. They flip and put dish soap to make the foam in those commercials look good. So, yeah. They and they use like spray paint and like all kinds of stuff. A lot of, of plastic. And, you know. <laughs> We didn't, so I'm proud. But the way through it was, you know, the photos that you see, there's there's iPhone photos in this book. You know, it's not like there's really beautiful photos. And then there's just photos that we took from our iPhone. There's a childhood photo of the 70s of me when photography was terrible, you know? <laughs> so again, like 
there's imperfection in this book and it's not all professional photos, even though Heather's a professional photographer, it's real life. It's sometimes beautiful and it's sometimes there's like a half blurry photo, but you just feel drawn into the picture. So again, just that spirit of excellence. Um, excellence is really only excellent if it's authentic, right? So like, I just cried my eyes off in a prayer meeting um, with Bethel Music before I walked into these interviews and kind of still look like it. I just camera <laughs> uh, off the underneath of my eyes and, and here we are, you know, but so I, I love beauty and I love um, excellence and all the things, but perfectionism is a joke. You know, that's, that's only Jesus that's perfect. So yeah. um, I think authenticity is a huge thing, real raw vulnerable, honest. Those are huge things that matter to Jesus. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it because, you know, for all of us that are trying to serve God and, and don't measure up to what maybe the perspective or the perfection that we thought we were trying to reach. It's so, uh, I guess, refreshing to hear honesty and, and just be like, look, we're all people trying to search. Exactly. Some just have more concealer under their eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, thanks so much. So everybody out there, go check it out. It's available on Amazon and anywhere probably books are sold. I saw you got an audio book. You got a CD. You selling it on CDs. I mean, come on. I don't even know. It's it's out there. I, it's at Target. That's fun. I'm like, hey. this is this is just a whole new world for me. So it's where everywhere books are sold. That's what they tell me. So I don't know what that even means. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's good to see you again. Yeah. Best of luck to y'all. Ya. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.